When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the people's bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now here's today's life-giving message. Bible's up. Let's make our confession of faith together. You ready? Y'all been enjoying this series, Love TKO? Another Love TKO. Let's go. Let's say it together. For God's glory, this is my best year yet. To the word I'm about to hear, I believe, I obey, I manifest, and that settles it in Jesus' name. Amen. God, we tell you two things. We are open and we are ready. Tell them. Say we are open and we are ready. Speak, Lord. I will hear and obey. This next 12 will be my best 12 in every relationship type in Jesus' name. So let's go to work, y'all. Our series borrows from the 1980 Teddy Pendergrass song, Another Love, TKO. And what are we doing? We're looking at how we've loved, then we're learning so we can love better. Pay attention. You are never going to make things better in your next until you recognize what went wrong in your previous. Many people like to just move on, but they never properly reflect on what they're moving on from. So what they actually do, they don't move on. They just start over from the same place that they already were. And you got to hear me. This is not going to be a year of starting over from the same place you were in. This is not going to be a year of cycles. This is not going to be a year of circles. This is going to be a year where you see progress. This is going to be a year where you see results. Teddy's lyrics illustrate how many of us incorrectly love God people and ourselves listen to his lyrics his lyrics say looking back over my years i guess i've shed some tears and i said this to you on sunday don't feel alone because your story isn't unique how many of us by a show of hands in the building online do the hand wave emoji where you have had a disappointing love experience hands up come on if you haven't you've been our disappointment listen let me let you in on the secret in every relationship type, whether it's romantic, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a business partnership, we have all had disappointing experiences. We've all been betrayed. So stop thinking you're the only one. We've all been lied on. Stop thinking you're the only one. You ready for this? We've all been cheated on. Stop thinking you're the only one. Make this declaration. Say, my story isn't as unique as I think. Come on. 
That's important because what the enemy does is the enemy won't get you when you're in the group. The enemy, the Bible says, he walks around like a roaring lion seeking one whom he may devour. Well, if you study how lions hunt, they do not hunt or get an animal that is in the pack. They get an animal that they've isolated and gotten away from the pack, which is why for some of you, you got to make sure you stay connected online and you stay connected on campus. Why? Because when you start isolating yourself, that means the enemy is about to wear you out. I rebuke any fallaways this year. Come on. I rebuke you feeling like I got to stay away because I'm going through something. Matter of fact, I don't run away from God when I'm going through something. I run to God when I'm going through something. I don't get out of church when I got an issue. Baby, the first place I want to be is church when I have an issue. Elbow somebody next to you say, you're not falling away this year. You're not... Yeah, I rebuke you falling away because you get discouraged. I rebuke you falling away because you get frustrated. I rebuke you falling away because people mess with you. I rebuke you falling away because you get offended. You're too grown to be getting offended by little girl stuff and little boy stuff. Open up your mouth. Say, I'm not falling away this year. Look at this. Psalm 126 and 5 says, those who sow in tears shall reap with shouts of joy. And I said this to you on Sunday. But this is weird because the Bible says that we should reap what we so every seed reproduces after its own kind. So this would mean that if I sow tears, why? Because of pain, because of disappointment, because of, of, of frustrating situations in relationships, then naturally I should reap more tears. But watch me. God says it doesn't work like that when it comes to your pain. God says when it comes to your pain, when it comes to your frustration, when it comes to your disappointment, you may sow in tears, but watch me, but you're going to reap with shouts of joy. Now, Here's why that's good news. Somebody say, why is that good news? That's good news because what that means is that every painful experience I've gone through, watch me, I didn't lose anything. Every betrayal you went through, you didn't lose anything. Everybody that walked out, you didn't lose anything. Can I get you to elbow somebody next to you and say, you've not lost a thing. Tell them, say, you were just sowing until you're shouting. Tell, I don't like the way some of y'all are saying it. Say, you were just sowing until you're joy. What if I told you 2022 was going to be your payback year? Every tear you shed, God says, I'm about to pay you back this year. And the harvest is always bigger than the seed. And the harvest is always bigger than the seed. You had one betray you, but you're about to get seven replacements. I, you had one walk out on you, but you're about to get seven walk in and help you. Open up your mouth say, it's payback time. Come on. Deep hurt reveals deep love. In fact, the deeper you hurt, it reveals the deeper you can love. You don't know the depth to which you can love until you see the depth to which you can hurt because pain and hurt, watch me, sometimes feel, uh, um, or love and pain or love and hurt sometimes can feel the same way. So you cannot say you love somebody and not hurt when they hurt. You cannot say that you love somebody and not feel what they feel. Be careful of people who say they love you but they can't pick up when something is off with you. He goes on, he says, I told myself time and time again, which means, Teddy, you have a pattern. Stop. You have a pattern of jumping from relationship to relationship and making the declaration that this one's going to be different. Nothing's going to be different unless you are. Nothing's going to change unless you change. I wish you would lay your hands on yourself, say nothing's changing until you change. Don't let the year change and be in a brand new year, 2022, but you're the same 2022, 2021 version of yourself. You cannot do the same thing and expect a different result. That is the definition of insanity. 
He said, I told myself time and time again, this time I'm going to win. And I taught you on Sunday that love isn't a contest, nor is it conquest. Watch me. But there's another L word that is. Lust is. Lust is conquest. Lust is contest. But love is not contest nor conquest. Now, it may make you fight for somebody, but it won't make you fight to get somebody. You still with me? Look at Ephesians 6 and 8. Uh, uh, knowing that whatever good anyone does, this he will receive back from the Lord. And I told you on Sunday that love is never lost. Love is only sown. Because he kept saying, I told myself time and time again, this time I'm going to win. But evidently he kept losing, watch me, in his mind. Question, what if what you call loss was only lost to you? What if it was only lost to you, but as far as God was concerned, that was a win? Why? Because you found what doesn't fit. And sometimes, watch me, stop being mad that, oh, another one didn't work. That's good news. Why? Because that means I didn't waste any of my life with somebody that doesn't fit in my life. You need to be careful if you got all wins. The Bible says, one to he if all men speak well of you. You need to be thankful for the people that left, the people that walked out, the people that are gone. Why? Because I found out we don't have a fit here. And somebody said, and that's a win. Now, look at this. He says, but another fight, things ain't right. I'm losing again. All right, Teddy, what, 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 is, what, what do you mean things ain't right? What, what does that mean? For some of you, the reason that you have difficulty with love relationships of every type, because your concept of what's right is based on what's right for somebody else. So what you're doing is you're saying, what's me? Because every fit is different. See, this cap on this water is not going to fit on that bottle right there. Uh, 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 let me see that sanitizer. This cap on top of this bottle, watch me, it doesn't fit on top of this. Now, 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 I don't care. You may say, well, it's a top, but every top doesn't fit. Mm -hmm. you, may, you may say, well, you know, it should work, but it doesn't work. And see, what happens is then when you try to make something work, it doesn't work. You're going to constantly be frustrated with the results because you're trying to force something to fit that does not fit. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you listening to what I'm saying? All right, watch me. So look at this. He says, but another five things ain't right. I'm losing again. He says, it takes a fool to lose what? Twice and start all over again. Now, what did I te teach you? In 2022, pay attention to twos because two is the biblical number of witness, which means you're about to see something. You're about to witness something. So even in Teddy's lyrics, he didn't know what he was doing. He was just writing lyrics, but his lyrics are prophetic because Teddy literally says, he says, it takes a fool to lose twice and start all over again. But Teddy, you're not starting all over again. You're standing from an advantage. Why? Because I've already discovered what's not going to work. I wish. Some of y'all know, know now, you can decide in the first five minutes whether or not certain friendships are going to work. You can be like, no, nah, you think too low. You ain't trying to go nowhere. You're not trying to do it. This is not. You can meet somebody and they can be fine as wine, but you can say, no, nah, but they crazy as a Bessie. But y'all ain't going to say, and when you see crazy coming, I got to cross the. What is a Betsy bug, Bishop? I don't know. It's a Southern saying. I never met Betsy or her bugs. I don't know nothing about them. Look at this. Takes a fool to lose twice and start all over again. Here's my question, Teddy. Was your expectation frictionless love? Did you expect perfection? Did you expect every day 
to be a lovely day, then what's a lovely day if every day is a lovely day? It's quiet right there. Because for some of you all, watch me, the moment you have any disagreement, you're ready to disconnect. The moment you have any controversy, you're ready to cut off. The moment they don't hop to your music the way you want them to hop, you, you are ready to hop on. You expect frictionless love. What is friction? Whenever something grows, it creates friction. Whenever something is moving, it creates friction. So how is it you, watch me, you say, I want us to grow together. But then when there's friction from the growth, now you're mad. If the person, look at me, they're not the same person I married. Are you nuts? Why would you want them to be? If you're the same little girl that he married years ago, y'all not going to say nothing to me right there. We should both be growing, watch me, together. I need you to look at somebody next to you and say, let's grow together. Let's go to In friendships, in relationships, we should not stay the same. Your friends should tell you, man, you've changed. Thank you. That's the whole idea. I wasn't trying to be the same version of me. I already was. If your family's not telling you you've changed, then you ain't doing something right. If people that have known you for years, you acting funny. No, I'm acting grown. You just started going to church now and you think you're better than us. No, you think I'm better than you. I didn't say that. Listen, can I ask you a question? Is the way you imagined it would be ruining how good it is? Is this image you've created in your mind? Like some people get married and they just think it's just going to be sex all day. Y'all just going to be sitting lovely text to one another. Good morning, baby. I love you. Good morning, baby. I love you. I'm thinking about you, baby. Well, go ahead, baby. Girl, you know, I, I mean, just, you just have all, you just think it's just going to be amazing all the time. You just think y'all going to take random spontaneous trips all the time. And now all y'all doing is going to Target. Listen. Fun for y'all is a target run. <laughs> Fun for y'all is new bath towels. Listen. This <laughs> is <said> Costco run. <laughs> right? Some friendships, you just imagine that you're always going to call them and feel like talking. Who can be honest that you have some friends you love, but there's sometimes you watch the phone ring? My hand is up. <laughs> I saw it ringing. Should have answered when I called. That's when I felt like talking. I don't feel like all that right now. And they'll be like, I just, you just called five minutes ago. I know things change fast. <laughs> when it comes to family, did, did, did you think that your family was going to be some picturesque American family? Where everybody walks in and the fire's going and there's a turkey on the table and everyone's got their sweaters on and their slippers 
just ready to have an evening supper at 6.30 in the evening. <laughs> y'all barely sit at the table together. When y'all do sit at the table, you got your phones. But watch me. Is the way you imagine it would be ruining how good it is? Because you're comparing it to a fantasy. And the danger is, watch me, nothing real can ever compete with the fantasy. Nothing real can ever compete with the fantasy because grass can never compete with AstroTurf. Because one real is one is fake. See, here's what you got to say. My friend, we may not be perfect, but we got each other's back. With your family. We may not always see eye to eye and get along, but you know what? If some stuff go down. If you want to see unity, you're going to see some U-N-I-T-Y. You're going to see it and see it real fast. Say, Lord, help me not to ruin how good it is because how I imagine it would be. I'm just letting that one sit right there. Because some of you, watch me, you, 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 you date and you get bored. It don't even take you that long. I mean, first 90 days, you fired up everything. About, you know, 100 days later. I don't know where they at. I don't know. I'm good. <laughs> what they doing tonight? I don't know. Listen, that ain't they mama. Call them. You want to know why you get bored? Because what you were chasing was a fantasy. You never gave them an opportunity to be loved because there was something else at work in you called lust. Look at Ephesians 3.20. Now unto him who is able, somebody shout, he's able, he's able. To do far more abundantly. That means better than, better than, better than, better than. Then we ask or think according to the power that is working within us. Ask means to pray. Think means to imagine. Pay attention. God says, I will do more than you asked me for and more than you imagine, which means my real is actually better than your imagined because my real can last. Your imagined cannot. You missed what I just said. He says, I am able to do far more abundantly. That means better than, than what you prayed for or what you thought about, what you imagined. But it's according to the power that's at work within you. So question, question, because many people look at this and say, God, I want you to do it. Can I tell you something? He's already doing it. You're just not paying attention to it. Why? Because what is the power that's at work in you? Is it love or is it lust? Now, I know what some of y'all are saying because you grew up in church and you were taught that lust only means sexual desire. Wrong. Here's what lust means. Strong desire for something or someone. You can lust after a job. You can lust after a position. You can lust after a person. You can lust after accolades. You can lust after attention. There's some people that they lust for attention. That's the reason why I was telling somebody earlier today, they were saying, what are you going to do about that? I said, nothing. I said, I'm going to starve it to death. I said, because all they want is attention, and what I'm going to do is starve it. I said, so I'm doing nothing about that. 
That's what I'm doing about that. I, I said, I'm doing nothing about that. That's, that's my plan. Why? Why? Because, because, because you can lust for attention. Because all of a sudden, watch me, attention makes you feel valued. And for some people, you want to know why they always having these crazy episodes and they always doing this crazy stuff and all these radical ups and downs and all of that. Some of that, watch me, can I just keep it 100 with you? Some of that, watch me, it is not based in reality. It's based on the fact that they've discovered when they do that, people pay them attention. So what they do is they'll do all this extra stuff. And you're like, oh, my God, what is going on? Why? Because they want attention. They lust for attention because it makes them feel approved. It makes them feel affirmed. You ever met somebody that was not there during the building, but they wanted to show up to the, to the celebration? You know, like, you know, I used to hate group assignments. Anybody hated group assignments in college? And the reason I hated them was because I was like, listen, now we're going to get this work done. And, and, and if you're not going to get this work done, we're going to have a whole problem on our hands. So I would get my parts done, but I, could t I, could, I already knew when the group was being formed, I was like, I know who's not going to do their work. So I would literally plan the project anticipating them not doing it and, and with somebody else in the group having to carry their work. Some people, watch me, they do not want to put in the work, but they want to show up for the reward. They didn't want to help you when you were struggling, but they want to show up and say, that's my cousin when you're winning. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. They didn't want to help you when you were in your valley. But now that you're going through something, now that you're doing well, now they want to that's my son, that's my sucker. You should have been there when I was building. Let's go. Lust just means strong desire for someone or something. Now, listen, listen, lust can feel like love. It can literally feel like love. Like, you can have such strong desires. I love this. Okay, can we have another moment of reality? How many of us we've ever, now just look at me, everybody look at me right now. Everybody just look at me. Don't look at your neighbor, I'm trying to help you. When I ask this question, you're gonna understand why I'm saying this. Everybody online, just look at me. Don't look at your husband, don't look at your kid, don't look at nobody, look at me. How many of us ever in the history of our past have ever told somebody we love them and we did not? Look at me. Trying to help. We all have done that. But in the moment, didn't you feel like it though? Like in the moment, it feels good. In the moment, in the moment, you, you, you know, you kind of felt like, you know, you, somebody said, look, I almost went, you, you lied so good, you were like, I do. I would do anything for you. Feels good in here, huh? I would do anything for you. Look, lust can feel like love. Now look at this. Lust can evolve into love. Because let's be honest. When you meet somebody, listen, I need Christians to be real. Stop acting like when you meet somebody, you, ooh, look at her spirit. Sir, 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 sir. She looked like she a praying woman. How you figure that from looking at her, huh? Oh, look at that man of God's spirit. Oh, brashayanda bahaya. 
He's a mighty man of God. Really? That's what you were looking at? That's what got your attention? It's okay to want to look at something and want to look at them. Okay, let me set you free. Would you fist bump somebody next to you say, it's okay to want somebody to look good. Tell them. You ain't got to be married and look like both of y'all the Adams family. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. The Adams family. Do 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 do. 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 Listen. <laughs> so let me set you free. So wait until Sunday's message. You're going to get free, free. Tonight, free. <laughs> Sunday, you're going to get free, free. Okay, okay, so here's the deal. So, so there's freedom in that. Okay, God did not give us senses for, them, for us not to use them. He just gave us, he just wants to ensure that our senses do not become what dominates us. For we walk by faith, not by sight or senses. Pay attention. So lust can evolve into love. When you see somebody, you, you, you will desire them. Like there's some people you see and you're like, not happening. It's like this O and this T and this K at this. That fell all the way apart. It's just, it's gone. They look good from a distance, but when I got up on them, I said, oh, hey, God bless you. Let me keep walking. Just fell, you hear me? <laughs> all right, so... So, so here's the deal, because that's what starts, that's what begins attraction. When it comes to friends, you literally will see something, you're like, you know, I like the way they do this, I like the way they work, I like the way they talk, I like the way they speak. That's why you gravitate towards certain people in a room. You gravitate towards certain people because there's something in you that desires, and that desire doesn't have to be sexual all the time. It could just say, you know what? I like the way they talk. I like the, I, watch me, I like their swag. I like... I like how they ain't scared of nobody. Come on. I like how they have authority. I remember when I first heard my late bishop preach, and he preached with so much authority, I said, who is that? And then he said one of my favorite words from the pulpit. I ain't going to say it now, but give me a fifth Sunday, you know. And I said, oh, my God. I said, who is this? <laughs> what matter of man is this? He had me hooked. I'm like, I ain't got to see nothing else. This, 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 this is it right here. This is it. I heard the voice. I followed the voice. So, what's me? Strong desire is what begins a connection. But strong desire is not enough to maintain a connection. See, lust can evolve into love, but love is not lust. Why? Because lust is impatient. Come on, let's get into this. 1 Corinthians 13, 4. The Bible says love is patience. Patient makes motives manifest. Now, what is patience? Patience is the amount of endurance that you have before becoming negative while being delayed or provoked. And the first characteristic of love is that love is patient. Love, lust can't wait. Lust says, let's get married now. Lust says, let's do it now. Wednesday. You're going to get quiet on me like that. Let me talk to the camera. Lust says, well, since we're going to be married anyhow. Come on and drop it off. Listen. 
We have to have these conversations in church because if we don't have them in church, you're going to have them with people who don't know what they're talking about. You ready? Lust is impatient. Hurry up! She moved too slow. <laughs> Hurry up! He takes too long. Love is patient. Love says, I will have endurance while you're delaying me or provoking me. So, so, so what will lust do? Lust will cuss you out because you're moving too slow. Love will say, you take your car, I'm taking my car because you ain't going to make me late. See the difference? It's quiet. When I got right in here, it, it's like I stepped into some quicksand right through there. Look at this. Listen to Teddy's lyrics because we're going to deal with this. Because tonight's message is called, That's Not Love. It's, 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 it's another L word, but it's not love. Listen to the next part of his lyrics. I tried to take control of the love. Now, that's funny. Because love is the decision. So you tried to take control of another grown person's decisions? If I look at me, there's two things you have to promise yourself you will never do with a person. You will not try to fix them, and you're not going to fight them. Come on. I need you to make that declaration. Say, I commit to myself. I will not try to fix anybody or fight with anybody. Can't do that. Can't do that. Look at this. He says, I tried to take control of the love, but love took control of me. Which tells us, Teddy, you never really love these time and time agains. You love the concept of being in love. Did you love them or did you love the concept of being married? Did you love them as a friend or did you love the concept of being able to say, this is my crew? This is my tribe. It's my people. You ready? Here we go. He says, love took control of me because you lose all your thoughts, sense of time, and have a change of mind, taking the bumps and the bruises of all the things of a two-time loser. There's two again. Trying to hold on, faith is gone. It's just another sad song. All of that is what he's talking about himself. You ready for me? Question, is the way you talk to and treat yourself love or lust? Do you just strongly desire you? Or do you love you? Listen to how this man talks to himself. He says, tried to take control of the love, love took control of me. So he's mad that he couldn't control a grown person's decisions. Some of you are frustrated with yourself right now because you couldn't make a grown person do something. And some of you feel like failures because you couldn't make a grown person do something. Look, look, at, look at me. You are not a failure because of what a grown person would not do. All right, let me set somebody else free. You are not a failure because it divorced. You are not a failure because it ended. I can tell you right away, I'm going to share this with you. I, I really shouldn't, but I am. It's free for Wednesday night. I can tell up front, if I'm counseling a couple, I can tell you up front, I ask one question. I can tell you, I can tell you, I can tell you what, what is, what's, what's going to happen. I, I don't even need to ask any other questions. One question. Say one question. You want to know what it is? 
Come back on Sunday and I'll. Uh, <laughs> so here's the question. I'll, I'll, ask, I'll ask the wife, what do you want to have happen? She'll tell me what she wants. I ask the husband, I say, what do you want to have happen? I'll listen to them. If I hear this, it's over. And they're the only two that don't know it yet. I'm going to let y'all in on something. But now when I tell you this, for some of y'all, watch me, it's, it's, it's going to be an answer to a prayer you may not have been ready for. Not just in relationships, but in friendships with some family. Watch me, every ship in your life. You ready? If I hear something like this, we put so much into it. We've spent so much time together. I don't want to lose. Not her. I don't want to lose. It's over. Y'all, the only two that don't know it. It's done. Put a fork in it. It's over. Prayer won't fix that. Counseling? Mm, probably not. Now, I know y'all getting quiet because you're like, God can do anything. Consider this. Consider this. Why would you want what does not want you? I need you to think about Why would you want to be friends with somebody? I can't stand her. I don't like being Baby, bye. I don't need anybody in my life that doesn't want to be in my life. Would you elbow somebody next to you and say, you're going where you're celebrated, not tolerated. Come on. I need you to elbow somebody else next to you. Say, only celebrations. Why would you want to be around anybody? Why? 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 Okay. Okay, that was a lot. Let's worship God for five seconds, seriously. Come on, worship for five seconds, go. Say, Lord, make this my best year in relationships. Say, make this my best year in love. Say, make this my best year ever. In Jesus' name. All right, look at this. He says, you lose all your thoughts. So, Teddy, this is how he's talking to himself. You lose your thoughts. You lose your sense of time. Then you start changing your mind. Then you take bumps and bruises because all the things... He calls himself a two-time loser. No wonder you couldn't love her, sir. You hated you. Some of us are guilty of expecting from people what they don't give themselves. And the Bible says, love your neighbor, another person, as yourself. Which means this is a mathematical equation. Which means you can't give me what you don't give you. So stop being mad. I can't believe they lied to me. They lied to themselves. I can't believe they, they, they betrayed me. Have you seen them ever keep their word to themselves? Y'all with me? Trying to hold on. Faith is gone. Just another sad. This is his confession over his life. His confession over his life is this is another sad song. Teddy. Is the way you talk to and treat yourself love or lust? You lusted after feeling like a success because you had a relationship. You lusted after feeling accomplished because you had a relationship. You lusted after feeling like you were doing something because you had a relationship. But you never loved you. 
Can I ask you a question? How do you talk to yourself? I'm about to take you back up in the spirit in a moment, but, but let me just ask you some questions. Preguntas. Don't ask me what disc I'm on. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay? I don't want to talk about it. Listen, but I'm going I'm to have it very soon. In Jesus' name. All right? That's me. That's me. That's me. Do you beat you up? How many of you can be honest? This is, now listen, you with me. You with Bishop Foreman. So you can be 100% honest. You can be, keep it 100% real. And when you're real, you can heal. God can't heal cartoon characters. He heals people. So who you pretending to be, he can't heal at you. He has to heal the real you. That's what the Bible says. They that worship must worship me in spirit and in truth. He said, I'll take a real one before I deal with a fake one any day. You ready? How many of you, you can be honest that you sometimes talk crazy to you. You beat yourself up with your words. You're stupid. You're dumb. You keep bleeping up. Come on. And you don't say bleep. Matter of fact, we've been following some of y'all the last couple of weeks, and we have some footage that I'd like to show you. <laughs> Watch, people start doing old school church. Excuse me. Excuse me, Usher. We got to go to the bathroom. Where the bathroom at? Where the bathroom? <laughs> Had too much communion. Listen. All right? You, you, you don't do nothing right. You're going to be just like your. Why can't you do stuff right? And for some of you, watch me. Look at me. You ready? Can I drop the bomb? You wouldn't let anybody else talk to you like that. So why do we let our, I need you to lift your hands, please, and say, Father, help me talk right to me. Say it. Come on, Wednesday. I need you to say that thing with some authority. Like from tonight on, you're going to start speaking life into your life. Say, Lord, help me talk right to myself. Say, I'll speak life to myself. I'll speak healing to myself. I cancel every negative word that I've spoken over myself. Put a praise behind that right there. Come on, Wednesday. You're amazing. You're incredible. You're a line crosser. You're a history maker. You're a boundary breaker. You're a line crosser. You weren't sent just to pay bills and die, but you were sent to rule and to reign and to conquer and subdue. I need all of the gladiators to shout right Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. You are not your failures. You are not your mistakes. Come on, open your mouth and say, I'm more than a conqueror. See, see, for some of y'all, if you grew up in a really religious environment, um, they said, no, you stay humble. And that was interpreted to mean talk crazy to yourself. The Bible says don't think more highly of yourself than you ought to. It does not say not to think highly of yourself. You got what I'm saying? Which means what you got to do is you got to be the one to look yourself in the mirror and say, you better get it together. Sometimes in the middle of your day, you're going to have to go in the bathroom and say, no, we're not doing this today. We ain't finna have a breakdown today. We're not finna be stressed out today. No, we're not finna get these little callers on the phone getting us worked up today. No, we're about to handle this business. We're about to do the work of the Lord. We're... 
I need some of y'all to practice, please. Practice. I need you to practice. Say your first and last name. Come on, practice. Make this declaration. Say, it's going to be a good day today. Say, because God's got me and I got God. Come on, make this declaration. Say, I'm well able. Say, I'll encourage myself if there's nobody else to encourage me. Say, I'm somebody. Say, I wish they would. If God be for me, who would dare be against me? Uh-uh, uh-uh. I need you to elbow somebody next to you and say, you got to talk right to you. All right. How do you, you ready for the next one? How do you treat yourself? How do you treat yourself? How many of you feel bad when you get something for yourself? Be honest. Like you feel, like if you go get yourself something from the mall, you be, hmm, I, I'm going to take it back. I don't need it. That costs too much. Now some of y'all are like, I ain't got that problem, Bishop. I don't have that problem at all, man of God. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. How do you take care of your body? Yaddy, 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 yaddy. Because the way you take care of you reflects what you think of you. Watch me. Watch me. Can I say this with love? And you not get mad at me. And if you do, I just want you to know I don't care. But I'm just saying, don't do it. I just want to be honest. Because you ain't going to stop me. I just want to be honest. You ready? Do you take care of yourself like you've abandoned yourself? Have you abandoned your body, yaddy, yaddy, yaddy? You so mad about your daddy abandoning you, but you abandon you every day. You so mad about your mama abandoning you, but you abandon your body, yaddy, yaddy, every day. And we are all, come on, my hands up first. We're all guilty. Ooh, but we can change it. What's that, my pulse? What's that mean? If I still got a pulse, come on, y'all. God still has a plan. And the plan is about to turn to the next page in 2022. I need you to lay your hands on yourself. Say it 100% healthy, 100% healed. From the top of my head to the soles of my feet. In Jesus' name. Let's go. Last two. Lust is an emotion, but love is a decision. Emotions are mysterious, so they're difficult to understand. Lust is difficult to understand. Because one moment you're in, one moment you're out. One moment, you're fired up. Next moment, remove me from your email list. <laughs> one, one, one moment, you're, it's the best thing since sliced bread. The next moment, you don't like bread no more. You're on protein power. <laughs> no carbs. <laughs> right? Second thing about emotions is emotions are misleading. So when it's lust, you'll rush into what you shouldn't, and you'll rush out of what you shouldn't. And the movie said, fools rush in, and fools rush out. They're misleading. Because emotions, emotions literally, the etymology of the word, e, out of motion, change. So out of change do emotions come. So our emotions are our way to, gather, our way to try to regather or recapture control. 
So you know why you start crying when you feel overwhelmed? Because you're trying to regain control. You want to know why you start hollering and get mad when you get in? You're trying to regain control. You want to know why you slamming counters and all of that? You're trying to regain, as if slamming the counter is going to make you get control. I'm back in control. <laughs> you know why you do all that excessive uh, sighing and huffing and puffing? <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> Do it next to me. I'm going to say, put your mask on when you're doing all of that. <laughs> too, much, too much breath flowing. You know. <laughs> you're trying to regain control. You know why you want to cuss everybody out? Because you want to regain control. And it's misleading. You want to know it's misleading? Because the reality is, is oftentimes when you come down from the emotional high, you don't even remember what you got emotional about. When you come back to earth, you're like. But here's the problem. You've left a whole. Look, you got a war path. Of stuff. Everywhere. That you didn't got. And tow everything up, ripped everything. The house is a mess. You didn't, you didn't done all of that. And when you come back down, <laughs> you kids, come on down here, cleanness. <laughs> You've left the war path because you were emotional. You sent texts you had no business sending. Because you were emotional. You were feeling some type of way. You sent emails you had no business sending. You ready? You ready? You ready? You sent DMs because in the moment your emotions made you feel desperate for release. And now they keep messaging you back. You're like, I just needed you for them minutes. I, I, if Wednesday, if you do me like that, Come on, now they want to have conversation. Like, I didn't really want to have a conversation. I just said, I was mad for them few moments. Uh, look at me. Emotions are meandering, so they're unpredictable. That means you, you will make bad decisions from emotions. You never make decisions when you're emotional. Look, look at me. Never make decisions when you're emotional. N look at me. Never make decisions with emotions. I did a whole series on emotions called emojis that will go into great depth. For those of you who struggle with your emotions, what do you mean struggle with them? You're always emotional and you call it normal. And, and listen, and let me say, and don't use what well, I'm a woman as an excuse. I got one man to amen me right there. And he didn't, he didn't even say, he said, tell it, Bishop, which I like. Come on, I'm trying to tell it. And I'm just a woman, we're emotional. Listen, 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 listen. Ladies, I say this with love. Listen, but, but listen, listen. You got to rise up. Because there's women in that Bible like Deborah who handle business who didn't have time to be stuck in her emotions. I need, I need, if you're a lady in here, I need you to find another lady fist bumper and say, we don't have time to be stuck in our emotions. Come on. 
Come on, online, I need you to tag a lady on Facebook. Say, we don't have time to be stuck in our mind. You cannot use that as a reason. Why? Because some of y'all are about to be sitting in seats of authority. Some of y'all are about to be sitting in seats of power. Some of y'all are about to be the chief executive. Some of y'all are about to be the ones that make. You don't have time to be stuck in your emotions. You can't be an emotional chief executive walking into meetings crying. can't gotta handle come on here last thing this one I think I saved this one for last we're done after this one but but I saved this one for last because I think this one is the most profound lust makes prisoners to outcomes let me show you this Proverbs eleven six. but the treacherous in Hebrew, the language of our Old Testament, that means those that are rebellious to God's word, God's will, and God's way, they are taken captive by their lust. Uh-oh, that means lust makes you a prisoner. You are a prisoner of what you lust after. You are a prisoner of what you lust after. So what does this mean? Lust will let you down. What, is, what does let down mean? You're disappointed because your expectations were met from God, from others or yourself. Why? Because you were lusting for the outcome or the performance of somebody. I just said a whole lot, so let me back the thing up. Lust lets you down. See, the Bible tells us, and we talk about this, love never fails. Because watch me. Because when you love someone, watch me, watch me, while you, while you may have wished they performed better or did better, it doesn't impact your love. When you lust, look at me, you will be let down. You'll be disappointed because your expectations weren't met. Watch me from God. Let's talk about it. So, do you love God or do you lust after him? Because you want him to do something for you. And if he don't do that, oh, we ain't going to see you for weeks. If he doesn't get, if he the Lord, I need this call by Friday at noon. Lord, if you do it, I swear, Lord, I give you everything you want, Lord. I give you everything you need, Lord. I give you my life. I give you all of me. I give you all of me. I give myself away. Give myself away. Friday at 3.30. You going to church? Nah. Nah. You watching preview? Nah. Nah, I ain't doing it. Paying your tithes, what? I needed God to come through on Friday at noon. See, watch me, watch me. You ready? I prayed for him to heal somebody, and he didn't do it when I wanted him to do it. And they're no longer on the planet. So now, because he didn't do what you want, I'm mad at God. I don't trust him. I don't believe him. Can we be honest? Can we have an honest moment? How many of us have ever been mad at God? We all have been. If you haven't been, then you ain't never trusted him. But can I be honest with you? What it reveals, watch me, is, watch me, because I love him, that means I trust his judgment. Which means God... 
I am not having faith in an outcome. I'm having my faith and placing my faith in the God of the outcome, which means if you don't do what I ask, that means you were doing something better for me. And I have to trust that what you want is better. I need you to lift your hands in this building and online and tell them, say, God, what you wanted was better than what I wanted. Why? He does exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask of things. So if you didn't give me what I asked for, that means you've got something better. And what if I told you 2022 is about to get? Come on, Wednesday. I need you to open up your mouth and say, it's about to get better. Say, I'm glad I didn't get what I asked for. Woo! Say, he's going to give me better. Say, I'm glad they walked out of my life. He's going to give me better. Say, I'm glad it didn't work the way I wanted it to work. He's going to make it work better. And we know that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. It's working. It's working. I need you to fist bump two or three people saying it's working. It's working. It's working. It's working. Better than what I asked for than what I wanted and because I love him I'm okay with that but if I only lust after him I'm mad at him with God with others with yourself often we lust for an outcome or a performance so you get mad because you figured I've done all this for this person why can't they give me what I want I've done all this for this person. Why can't they be what I want them to be? You ready? Here's what you said. Why can't they do right? According to your right, number one. But then number two, watch me. You're lusting for an outcome or a performance. What you're doing is you're saying, I am now a prisoner to the outcome. I'm a prisoner to their performance. And if they don't perform, I'm mad. And if I don't get the outcome I want, I'm mad. Now hearing what some of you are saying, but Bishop, what are you saying? We shouldn't expect anything? Oh no, that's not what I said. What I said though is that when, when lust is all it is, then now you're a prisoner to that outcome. So now you will withhold love because they couldn't produce. Now you'll withhold love because they couldn't perform. Now you'll withhold love because you didn't get the outcome that you wanted. It's the equivalent, it's the equivalent, it's the equivalent, it's the equivalent. Um, 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 where is, come here to social media, where you at, come here. Are they in here? Come here, come here. I, I need somebody short, shorter than me. Well, you're getting tall now, wait a minute. All right, it'll work. That video from last Wednesday, that thing has gotten almost 300,000 TikTok views. The Lord used you, amen. But them comments, them people are, are blessed. <laughs> so here's the deal. Um, let's say you uh, play volleyball. Because, you know, let's pretend like I'm a Denver parent. You play volleyball, soccer ball, football, basketball, <laughs> holy ball, run the ball, fighting ball, every kind of ball, and everything that distracts you from church. <laughs> I said it. People getting quiet on you like it. You're going to shut him down. Baby, bye. <laughs> I love you. Right? So you, you play all them sports, and, and, and I wanted you to win. I'm that parent. 
have horrible call. <laughs> you know, you got, who, somebody got a hat? You got a hat? Anybody got a hat? No hats. No hat. That's a hat. Come on, come on, give me that. We got the hat. Come on, I got two hats. Come on, I appreciate you. Come on, hat. Come on, hat. This is a good black hat there. I was going to throw it down. I want to throw the black down. All right, this is this, this good. I throw this down. Okay, all right, you ready? You ready? Um, I remember when I played football that season. <laughs> Thank you. I, I remember when I played football that season. You said, say, Bishop, why only one season? I got hit. That man hit me like he wanted to kill me. I got up and I wanted to fight. I was like, how you gonna hit me like that? <laughs> hit me again. Meet me in the parking lot without these pads on. <laughs> so that one season, and we had a coach. And the coach, he, had it, he would have his hat on and, and he would get so frustrated. I mean, he would just, he'd walk back and forth. I mean, they'd always argue with the refs. I was like, I think, I'm, I think I'm on the wrong side. I need to be a coach. Let me be the team owner. Let me buy the Broncos. They for sale. So he would walk back and forth, he'd 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 walk back and forth, and he'd get so mad, he'd throw his hat down, stomp, and he'd say, what kind of call is that? And he'd just walk over here and we just walked back and just, it was a whole, every game. I mean, I, I went just to watch him. I was like, watch, he about to throw his hat, about to throw his hat, about to throw his hat. Now, now watch me, pay attention, pay attention, watch me, watch me. Here's lust. You didn't win the game? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Now, now in that moment, what you need is comfort. Watch lust. Watch less. You should have won. My kids are winners. So you withheld love. Because what lust does is lust is after an outcome. For some of you, watch me. For some of you, let me have you and you. You two, you two, you two. Thank you, darling. Let me have you two. Let me show you this. We're almost done. Touch your neighbor and say, and he's getting ready to close. Watch me. Okay, y'all going to be play married. Watch me. Watch me. Here we go. You ready? Here's, here's lust. Because don't think that marriage means love. The statistics tell us that 50% of first marriages, 67% of second marriages, 73% of third marriages end in divorce. Right? So where is the love? Most of it's just lust with lipstick on. It's lust with some pumps and the bumps. Pumps and the bumps. Pumps and the bumps. We like the girl. Y'all are supposed to be spiritual. After church, I'm doing a healing line for all of y'all secular people. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. That's MC Hammer for my, for my Gen Z. That's MC Hammer. He's a, a famous rapper uh, who made several songs famous like uh, You Can't Touch This and um, uh, Too Legit, Too Legit to Quit and uh, Pumps in the Bumps uh, was one of them. And, um, and, you know, there you go. He's saved now. Amen. Amen. All right, here we go. 
So, so sometimes what, what your spouse needs, watch me, when, you, when, when there's only lust, so, so he had a horrible day. Give me a horrible day first. He had a horrible day. Awful day. He had a horrible day. They was just, they was shot. You understand? He had a horrible day. Watch me. Watch me. And you see this, and you know this. What lust does is ignore the need because it's after the outcome. Tell him he's gonna be all right. You all right. Sounds about Sounds about Denver to me. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm just playing. No harvest though. Not harvest though. Y'all better not. Y'all better not. Y'all better not. <laughs> Lift your hands and worship God for five seconds. <laughs> Say, Lord. Help me love and not lust. Watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me. Here we go. Look at this. John 11 and 20, these last couple of scriptures. Are you getting the point? See, that's not love. Some of you, watch me, there's certain moments where your point doesn't need to be made. Make the point after... Especially for those of us who have PhDs and things like petty. Oh, I got a whole degree in it. I teach that class live. <laughs> I teach that class live. <laughs> you ready? Watch me. Watch me. I, listen, sometimes you want to make your point. And sometimes the right thing, here's what love will do. Love is patient. Sometimes love will just say, now I'm going to make it, but later. Y'all don't like this. So here's what happens. Lazarus is Jesus' friend. Jesus is a friend. Jesus' friend's name is Lazarus. What's his friend's name? Lazarus is sick. Mary and Martha, his sisters, go and tell Jesus, Jesus, the one you love, he is sick. And if you don't come do something, if you don't come do something, he is going to die. Got that? All right. So now what ends up happening is that um, Lazarus dies. In fact, he dies because Jesus delays his trip. Jesus delays his time in coming. In fact, the Bible says once he finds out that Lazarus is sick, he spends more time there. Now, that's deep because literally what Jesus did is Jesus said, I'm going to wait until he dies before I even come. Are there certain situations in your life where Jesus says, I'm not even showing up until it's beyond what you can do? I want to talk to some of y'all tonight. We're about to go home, but I need to talk to some of y'all where you got some situations going on where God let it get so bad that there's nothing you can do. The only way something is going to change is if God does it. And if God don't do it, it won't get done. But I need you to open up your mouth and say, watch him do it, watch him do it, watch him do it, watch him do it.
I need you to prophesy to your Thursday. Say, watch him do it, watch him do it, watch him do it. Prophesy to Friday, watch him do it, watch him do it, watch him do it. Prophesy to Saturday and Sunday, watch him do it, watch him do it, watch So, here we go. So, Jesus shows up. And when he shows up, Mary and Martha, Mary, a worshiper, Martha, a server. When Jesus shows up, look what happens. But Mary remains seated in the house. Jesus shows up. She say, I'm not getting up because he's here. She let her letdown, ready, affect her honor and her worship. Which tells us she didn't really love him. She lusted. Because she's let down. Because she didn't get the outcome she wanted. She says, I'm going to dishonor this man and I'm not going to worship him. And for some of you, you are letting letdown affect your honor and your worship. And what's happening is that you're sowing seeds that are reproducing negative cycles. But I came to tell somebody, your cycles and your circles say they're coming to their end. Come on. Look at this next part. This next part, verse 32. Verse 32. Look at verse 32. She, Mary, right here, fell at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here. In other words, she's saying, she's saying, I needed you in this moment, and you weren't there for me when I needed you in this moment. And now I'm mad about it. Now I'm upset about it. If you had been here, my brother would not have died. Ready? She lusted for an outcome. She didn't say, Lord, I love you. And thank you for the years I had with Lazarus. I said, brother, you know. <laughs> Laz. That's what we're going to call him, Laz. <laughs> she didn't say, Lord, thank you that you're here now. She is so into her disappointment and let down. We're about to go. That she literally says, watch me, if you would have, this is your fault. This is your fault. And what lust does, you ready for me? Lust blames. It's your fault. Love says, what can I do different? Lust says, you need to do different. Love says, let me look at the man or the woman in the mirror. This is how I know many people don't love themselves because they never ever ask themselves that question. Before I'm trying to beat you down, I need to look at me and say, what can I have done different? What could I have done better? So it looks like another love TKO. She lusted for an outcome. But she didn't realize that this was for God's glory and Lazarus' story. Because if you don't know the story, let's go home on the story. You ready? Jesus weeps because he loved Lazarus. And sometimes when you love people, watch me, you have to learn how to get out of their way. Because sometimes your love makes you an idol because you keep rescuing them. 
And sometimes what love does is love says, let me, I love you too much. So sometimes I got to step out of the way. I mean, you're going to have to live your life. You're going to have to have your journey. Some of you parents, you're going to have to step out of the way and say, baby, I love you, but I got to get out of the way. Why? Because I need you to go through your journey. I need you to go through your process. Some of you with your siblings, let me step out of the way. I've been trying to tell you, you don't want to listen. You don't want to hear. I'll get out of the way and let you go through it so that you'll understand next time how to make it happen. So Jesus is late because he loves him. You missed it. He's late because he loves him. And the Bible says Jesus weeps because he loved him. And then Jesus opens up his mouth. Here it is. Here's the clothes. We're going home. You ready? And he shouts this. He says, Lazarus. Before he calls his name, he says, Father, you hear me. And you always hear me. He said, I'm only saying these words out loud so that the people around me can hear. He opens his mouth and he gets vociferous. And he says, Lazarus. He says, listen, listen, I know you by name because I love you. Watch me. And even though I was late according to your schedule, I was on time according to my schedule. And for some of y'all, tonight Jesus is calling you. You are the Lazarus that he's calling because you're like, God, why haven't you showed up? Why haven't you changed this? Why haven't you done this? He said, I'm late because I love you. This is for my glory and this is for yours. Open your mouth, say, it's for God's glory. Say, it is for my story. Say, God, thank you for being late. Come on, say it again. Say, thank you for being late. And Jesus hollers, Lazarus. And Jesus hollers, Tony. And Jesus hollers, Brittany. He says, come forth. And the Bible says, the man that was dead, he got up and he started hopping out. I need some of y'all to practice your hop out. I need some of y'all to practice your leap out. You're coming out of depression. Coming out of discouragement. Coming out of frustration. Coming out. Somebody shout, I'm coming out. Shout again, I'm coming out. Look at somebody say, you're coming out. I don't like the way that you said it to him. Say it with authority. Say, you're coming out. Say, we're coming out. Tonight. 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 He says, Lazarus, Lazarus, come forth. And the Bible says he came out, but he was bound. It's not enough to come out. Look at me. Some of you are out of bad relationships. You're out of bad friendships. You're out of bad family situationships. Watch me. But you're still bound. You're out of it, but it's still on you. I need you to just lay your anointed hand on somebody's shoulder and say, say, and make this declaration. Say, it's not enough to come out. Say, you can't be bound by it either. And the Bible says, Jesus says this. He says, loose him and let him go. Some theologians make the argument that Jesus was speaking to the men around him, but the Bible doesn't say that there were any men around him, which means Jesus was speaking to the grave clothes that had the man bound. In other words, he was speaking to the situations that had the man bound. So let me speak to every situation tonight that has you bound, that has you locked up, that has you in lust and not in love. I command those situations by the name that is above every name. 
I command those situations to let you go. Open your mouth. Say, let me go. Type it on the screen. Open your mouth. Say it. Say, let me go. Put a time on it. Say, right now. Come on, Wednesday. We're about to go. But I need you to leave free. I need you to leave with no unforgiveness. I need you to leave without any bitterness. I need you to leave not mad at your mama. I need you to leave not mad at your daddy. I need you to leave not mad at your ex. I need you to leave not mad. Say, let me go. Let me go. Let me go. Open your mouth and say it, say it, say it. One more time, say it, go. Hallelujah. And Lazarus, the Bible says, those garments, let him go. And then Lazarus that night was sitting and eating and drinking, celebrating. With me. For some of you, this is going to be the first year you actually live your life. Because you spent years breathing, but you never lived. Come on, lift your hands. This is going to be the first year you don't feel like the burden's on you to carry your family. Because you feel like if you don't do it, who's going to do it? For some of you, this is going to be your first year. Come on, just lift them. We're about to go. This is going to be the first year. Where you're free. You're not going to drive down the street looking out the window. You're not going to have a chip on your shoulder. Say, and my next 12 will be my best 12. Can I get you to take those hands, pull them down. Can I get you to hug yourself? And here's what we're about to do. We're about to go. Thank you for letting me flow. I need you to say your name. And I need you to say something that some of you haven't ever said to yourself. Say, I love you. No, 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 you ain't talking to your neighbor. You're not talking to God. You're talking to yourself. Lay your hands on, or hold yourself, excuse me, hug yourself. Say, I love you. You. Say you're not your failures. Come on, I need to hear you say you're not your failures. Say you're not your mistakes. You're not your disappointments. This is not another love TKO. 
This will be your best love year yet. Say, God loves me unconditionally. Never stop loving me. Never stop being there for me. Never stop protecting me. He's never stopped. So I can't stop. I can't stop. I owe him my life. And everybody pray this with me. Say, and I confess with my mouth. And I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. From this day forward, give me the grace to run this race. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, can I get you to rejoice right there? Sing the line, say, I love you, Jesus. Come on, everybody, sing. And I worship. Tell the Lord, just wanna. Lord, I love you. Just the voices. Come on and say, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Come on, everybody. Come on, sing it to him. Tell him. Just want to tell you, Lord, more than anything. Come on, can I get you to sing with all your heart? We're about to go home. Everybody sing, I love you, Jesus. Come on and tell the Lord, and I worship. Just want to tell you, Lord, I love you. Listen, if you're on campus or online and you just prayed that prayer for the first time that we just prayed about giving your life to the Lord, I just need you to respond. We need to see you in the building. If you just gave your life to the Lord or recommitted yourself to the Lord with that prayer, on the count of three, I just need you to raise your hand in the air. If you're online, do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. We just want to see you. We've already prayed the prayer. We want to see you because I want to give you an instruction. One, two, three, if that's you, hand up in this building or online or online. I see you. Seventy, I see you. I see you. I need you to take your phone out, text this word, decision to 877-552-4746 or scan that QR code. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 877-552-4746 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation 
payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu visit.